evening, everyone. Welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. And I am Matt Awkward. And, uh, and I would like to start off by apologizing uh, for the movie that I picked tonight. You, I am so sorry. You don't know numbers well. I do not. Uh, this was absolutely not the movie I thought it was. I am so sorry. Oh my god. I had to watch this depressing thing twice? Yeah, I watched it and took notes on it, and this was... Unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. It's just just an ugly movie. It really is. It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but it's just uh, it's ugly. It's not what I. And I feel not fun in the fucking least. And I feel a lot of its ugliness doesn't need to be there. Like there's uh, you know you know how like you know how in Halloween it was it was creepy because Michael Myers killed his family and you're like but why he had like such a great you know. Everything looked great here. Yeah, yeah. And then when you watch Rob Zombie, it's like, oh, but look, everything's bad. Right. And yeah, this yeah. one, it's just like, why does the family have to be bad for the dude to be bad? It would have been, I feel more effective if, like, this was a family that got along. Yeah, yeah. And then, then this happened. It's like, whoa, what the hell, why, man? We've had this idyllic you- existence. Why are you demon out us exactly and i think that hiring burt young as your dad and being like no 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 he was a loving dad before you're like i don't believe it well, he <laughs> like, never was and he never was of course they didn't even give him an arc he was just like i'm bad dad from the he's fucking exactly get-go. before he even sets foot in the house he's a piece of shit yeah and that's kind of like that's kind of my problem i mean th- i mean there's a lot of problems oh yeah and but man I mean, he is he is one of the most vile you hate this dude from the absolutely get-go. and Again, like you said, one of the big problems with this movie is that it is very good. Yeah. Is, it's that the movie itself is really well made. And Amazing effects and makeup work. The makeup work is great. The, the actors are all impeccable. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this movie is fucking amazing. There's some giant questions and gaps in logic I've got, but we'll get Interesting. There. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I think I was, being, I was too busy being disturbed by the yeah. film to be like... I don't even care what's happening. I just this is bumming me out. Yep. Uh, but a lot of the ideas are super creepy and spooky. It's just I feel like they saw The Exorcist and they were like, "Oh God, let's one up it." That's another thing with this movie. It switches gears like yeah, yeah. like boom, um, which is cool because you don't expect that. You don't expect the, all of your main cast to be eliminated at the halfway mark of your movie. Like that's that's, that's pretty crazy and ballsy. Like it is neat. But then I kind of feel like it goes to sleep, for me at least, because I'm not a huge fan of demon possession movies and the whole get the priests in and we need to do an exorcism. Like, I don't like those. It, it doesn't offend me at all. I'm just not my cup of tea. Here's, and then this movie just turns into that. Like, here's so my like, issue. Uh, yep. Uh, not, to go, not to go into Save the Cat again or anything like that, but seriously, if later on we're going to have this kid be the main character that we're supposed to care about. Yep. He should do something in the beginning of the film to show us that he's a good person before all this happens. Honestly, all I heard was that he was like, I got a sports car I and I'm a the douche. Guy. And he was just being a douche. Yeah. He wasn't being a, necessarily an evil douche or no. a bad person. He was just kind of a douche. Yeah. You were like, I don't like this kid. Like, when you see him, the only thing that gives you compassion for him is how poorly Burt Young treats him. Yep. So his dad treats him like a piece of shit, and so you're like, well, I feel bad. If this guy's kind of a turd, it's probably because his dad's a turd. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's not enough for me to care about his journey later on, to be like, I hope they save his soul. Exactly, It's like... I hope he lives to to street race again. Right. (laughs) And also, it's like, I hope that the exchange, I mean, not to skip all the way to the end, but the idea of trading the priest's soul for his is like... Yeah, for what? 
That's not worth it. No. I feel like uh, on the on the balance beam when Anubis yeah. is out there and he's like, eh, <laughs> I feel like the priest is going to do better. Yep. Um, I don't think the priest believes in Anubis, but... Um, this one does. <laughs> maybe that's why he's going to hell. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The, end, the images are very creepy, and a lot of it looks very similar and was probably slightly borrowed by Legion. Later on, Exorcist 3 seems to borrow some of the imagery from yep. this movie. I mean, this movie borrows heavily from The Exorcist and from Evil Dead. You know, it, Well, that's like, the thing. It only borrows from The Exorcist in the second half when it turns into a completely different movie. And Evil Dead in the second half, which is like... I thought that was kind of cool because Evil Dead had just come out the year before. And yep. clearly they were like, shit, did you see that cool camera work? Yeah. Let's do that yeah. shit. And like... Some of the upside down stuff, some of the like spinning camera, oh, the spinning and, cam like, when it spins around and yeah, stops yeah. on his like that. Yeah, it looks great. All of that <laughs> shit was very Sam Raimi influenced, yep. very clearly, um, and it's cool. I mean, you can't you you can't hate on. I'm not going to hate on its technical merits at all. Absolutely, and you can't hate on its spookiness. Yep, because all of the spooky shit is spooky as fuck. Totally. Like there are so many good scary moments in this movie. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's great. Let's talk about it. Okie Let's go in. All right, so this beginning is a little hokey. We get the uh, the f- like spooky fog. <laughs> you can like almost wait. Did we ever even say we were covering Amityville two? Oh, fuck yeah, we're talking about we're talking Am- about Amityville Horror two. Yeah, yeah, it's in the title. They'll they'll know. Okay, uh, but uh, <laughs> when you download the thing, it says Amityville two. You'll know. But I'm just either- looking out for our listeners, that's, I can't read. That's a good point because I'm one uh, of them. Although, and I listen, sympathize with you. I gotta tell you. This is a thing. I haven't actually heard this from anyone, from any of our listeners, but this is a great podcast if you are visually impaired. I mean, we are literally we breaking down movie. a movie. And we never forget scene. any parts either, so <laughs> you get everything. <laughs> we really kind of do it in excruciating detail that no other podcast <laughs> that I can think of. I've never seen a podcast do it the way that we do it. Uh, probably for good reason, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So... Like I was saying, this we get our shot of the Amityville house, and it's it. You can tell that there's like three fog machines behind it, and you can kind of <laughs> see the direction the fog is coming from. But it's still a nice spooky shot. Those I, those those demons love they fog. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's it's cool. I mean, the house is iconic. the The look is crazy. I didn't remember it being on the water. Uh, oh yeah, it totally is. But there it is. Yeah, it's yeah. always been on the water. Can you imagine? I mean. I, you see later on what it does to the basement, but uh, man, they are way too close to the water. Oh yeah, that is bad. Oh, news. I got I got some questions about that. That is that structurally room. bad yeah, news. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we get. It's too early for this to be terribly cheesy, but the Omen like little kids singing in the soundtrack. Yeah, I like the music. I like the music too. Uh, there's something hokey about like children's nursery rhymes being sung on yep. a horror movie soundtrack. It's been done a bit to death, even by 1982 standards, but whatever. Okay, so we get the uh, uh, fucking National Lampoon-style, uh, <laughs> vacation-style uh, station wagon pulling up, driven by Burt Young of Rocky fame. Yes. Weird, weird-ass casting. Having him as, like, the almost the lead of this movie was strange. It's star power, though, man. I mean, I guess I mean, it this is. This is fresh off his, like, Oscar win. That's true, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Wait, did he win an Oscar? 
Sure. Rocky won an Oscar, but yeah. No, I think he did for Best Supporting Actress. Or no shit. Actor, I mean. Actress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a very feminine look to yeah. him. Yeah, mean, Transbert you're, Young. Like, you're just like, of course. Mm. You know, it, he's a very soft type of character. Yes. He's he's a very nurturing man. Mm. Uh, yeah. Great dad. Great <laughs> and dad. And just, just a great fucking dad. Dad of the year. <laughs> Get in that coffee mug. Yeah, this... <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Okay. So he pulls up the for sale sign and just dumps it on the lawn. Classy. Classy. Uh, and he yells at his kids for playing by the water, which is going to be like, "Come on, man! You're right next to a lake." Yeah. This is this is going to be nonstop for you, apparently. Uh, but then, but no, it's not. It, it is absolutely <laughs> nonstop yelling for him. Oh yeah. For his for the remainder of his life, dude. Yes. He gets mad at everybody for shit they possibly couldn't do, like. He's so mad when they that, exploded the house. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, the house shakes like an earthquake, and he's just like, Ah, oh, you stupid kids! It's like, what, what are you talking about? Your house just shook. You're blaming your five-year-old daughter for that? Like, Yeah, it's, it's almost like... You think like, this is a playground? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like an abandoned New Mutants movie or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Damn it! Earthquake! Stop it! <laughs> Damn it, Rector, quit this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so... <clears throat> The daughter calls the dad creepy, like, right out of the gate, like, in our one of our first scenes. And that's, like, you know, fair warning. I mean, as soon as the daughter says that, you're like, yep. oh, shit. Oh, God. Uh-oh. What are we in for? And guess what? It is a horrifying red flag for something that we're in for. Uh, so, son pulls up in his hot convertible, and it's one of those fucking ridiculous two-seaters. Oh, I love those things. It's, like, the thing is, like, a living cartoon of, like... It looks like it should talk like Speed Buggy. Um, but yeah, it's... That would uh, be a much different movie. <laughs> what if it was the exact same movie, exact same tone, all the horrible stuff, except the car talk? He had a talking car. Woo. And that saved him in the end. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, vroom, beep, beep, hey, priest, I'm here to help. <laughs> the, car, <laughs> the car runs over the devil in yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Saves the day. You know what? It might, it might redeem this movie. <laughs> uh, okay, so Dad shows that he is not above beating his kids because the moment the older son shows up on screen, he's like, "Hey, Dad, I did some cool stuff with the thing." And he's like, "You think you're tough? You think you're better than me, huh? You think you're too old for me to beat you? Because you're not. I'll beat you like I beat everybody." And it's like, oh, great. This guy, this guy rules. Can't wait to spend more time Can't with him. Can't wait to spend an entire movie with him. Uh, honestly, <clears throat> boy, yeah. <laughs> Rough. So, okay. So, uh, mom turns on the water in the sink when they finally get inside. Blood comes out of the faucet. Because this is one of those slow burn movies that, like, waits, waits a little bit to scare you. But what I like, <laughs> I like that... <laughs> <laughs> this this whole this whole interaction with her in the faucet. She's like, "Oh my god, blood. Oh, but it's running clean. That yep, was just that's that, just the original blood that's in the yep. pipes when you first turn blood on the settles. sink." <laughs> she uh she ignores a couple things. I'll get to that later. Oh, on. she's she's great at ignoring. I mean, again, this whole abusive family thing, uh you know, we should probably drop a a trigger warning here we are dealing with some really intense issues in this movie yes there is there's incest there is rape there is 
there's all sorts of things. We're not going to belittle any of these horrible things, no. but you should be aware that these are going to be topics of discussion. Because that's what makes movies fun. Although we're probably going to gloss over them as much as possible because yeah. that's not terribly funny. Let's. Yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. All right. And it could have all been left out. It really, really, especially the fucking brother sister. No thing. point. No. No None. reason. No reason whatsoever. Um, and it doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. Totally. And it's also, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, I don't want to say why it's worse. It's there, There's reasons. There's a lot of reasons why it's grosser than it is because they're, they're playing her like she's 15. Mm-hmm. She's 20 years old, but they're playing her like she's a 15 year old. So it's so it's much worse. It's our friend Denise Franklin from Terrorvision. Who I fucking love. She's great and Better she's Off Dead. so good in Better Off Dead yep. and, all the, and Bill and Ted. Yep. Like, she's just the greatest. Um, okay, but anyway, uh, the movers show up, and we get one of these movers who's like, he looks up at the house, and he's like, fuck this place, but yeah. he does it anyway. He's like, he has a psychic vision of gotta how- Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, exactly. He's he's really clearly creeped out. Um, so, it almost seemed like he was hearing the music that was in the soundtrack. <laughs> Because basically he's like normal, pulling stuff out of the thing, boom, music starts, and he kind of looks up at the house, and he's like, creepy music over there? Can you guys hear that? Nope. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, So now the uh, the son and the eldest daughter are moving their stuff in, and already, so before they've even gotten to the point where we're getting the creepy incest stuff, there is a flowers in the attic vibe to them hanging out together Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. And that's... I don't know if that was something that was meant by the like, filmmaker. If just in general, they were like, this is bringing out like wanting to say that it was bringing out the terrible things that were already in them, that they were like that society was like beating down these things. And that this, the devil is bringing out these, like these urges that were already there, mm-hmm. like bringing out the worst in the dad and the, but not the mom. Hmm. Weirdly, the mom was just like, like didn't do anything to her at all. I mean, she did slap the, the daughter, and blame. Oh God! And she got grabbed this by movie's the movie. So fucking icky. She got grabbed by the ghost in the basement too. She sure did. Then forgets all about it. <laughs> She's like, ah, it's fine. Uh, anyway, God, this movie's fucking icky. It's an <sighs> ugly movie. Okay, ugly right. is my term for it. Yeah. Uh. So okay. They do, uh, they do a weird little fake out psychic thing where you think that they're that she's already being psychic, and she's like, "I could sense that there was like a boy and a girl who were in this place before, and they died terribly." Yeah, and they're just all cuddling over each other yeah. the whole time, yeah. and then she starts asking what kind of girls he likes, like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. you like the tall ones with big boobs?" And it's just like, "What are you, yeah. what are you doing?" No, this is not great. Nothing good. Uh, so we cut away from that horror to uh, one of the movers moving in what looks, for all the world, like a child's coffin. I mean, yeah. that's obviously what they it's, were trying to imply. It's the guns. Well, I mean, yeah, it looks like a crate of guns from World War One. Yeah. Like, it's like a big wooden crate of guns. Yep, it's a gun crate. That is crazy. And boy, mm. his his gun safety leaves oh, yeah. something to be desired. As in there isn't any. <laughs> As in, they're all loaded and pointing up at the living room. <laughs> Kids, don't go touch my guns in the basement. And don't stand in the front of the couch because that's where they can accidentally go and off. Don't, and don't go play in the room with the raining poop. Oh, boy, the poop room. 
this place what is a real bargain yeah so so here's my favorite though the guy moves that crate in there she's like <clears throat> go put the guns over in there and then the mover finds this like hidden room and he's like hey lady it looks like you got an extra room over here you want me to check it out and it's like why you're hourly dude you're hourly you're just moving stuff why in the no. hell would you go check the room? but she's like yes please and then he does, and when he walks in there, it's just this fly-infested, dank, dark crawl space that's literally raining shit from yep. the ceiling, and it's covering him. There is shit all over the ground. Yeah. He instantly says, oh, I think you got, got I think a you busted got a, sewer line. Well, fucking busted sewer line. I think I'll hang out here some Wait, more. let me crawl in. Yeah. You know what? Hold on. Let me taste some of this. <laughs> oh, uh, yep, definitely oh, that poop, is, poop That is definitely poop. <laughs> I wonder if this stuff over here is poop. No, no, that's <laughs> poop yeah, too. that's poop too. <laughs> So seriously, he just gets literally covered in shit. And then she's like, you should come out of there now. And he's like, okay. Like, what the fuck was he you doing? legitimately watching this do not think he's going to come out of that fucking room. Yeah. And then when he does, <laughs> he's just like, he's, I just, I'm just amused by this shit room. Yeah, he's just covered in dookie. And she's like, oh, there's a, there's a washcloth and soap upstairs. Go wash yourself up. He's like, okay, thanks. And then he leaves. And then she just goes right back to folding her blankets. Like, you've got a room that's. Raining literal raining, shit and flies and wet and water. shit. <laughs> and water, man. If you own a house, like, and you it see all that water, you're going to be like, um... Raining yeah, in that raining. room. It is raining. She doesn't care. She's got to fold that bed sheet. Then she never she never goes and tells anybody she about never the poop mentions. room. She never calls a plumber. <laughs> she just ignores this horrible fucking weird room. I can't get over it. it well, we know mind. from Dollhouse that if you call a plumber that they get killed in the poop room. Mm. So. <laughs> so it was good that they didn't. Um, yeah, insanity. <laughs> this scene just bothered me so much. Like, oh. why is that guy in there? Why does she not care afterwards? <laughs> I just love it. Uh, I really. Where is all this shit coming from? Nobody's <laughs> been here forever. <laughs> I hope she has a fucking hepatitis shot upstairs too, because that's not good news <laughs> for that dude. All right. Um, okay, so we get POV of the spooky ghost. We get it comes out of the poop room. I love I actually love POV ghost. POV yeah. ghost is spooky. Yep. I don't know why. I don't know why us being in the the ghost thing is scary, but for some fucking reason it works really well in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um even the goofy parts where they do it is still kind of fucking scary. Yeah. When he growls at the cross, it's like I love that. It's like <laughs> that was cool. it's goofy as shit, and but the bedsheet flying looks great. Scary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it, they do a good job. Um, okay, so um, yeah, yeah. Wind wind blows her blouse, and she screams. She screams twice because somebody touches her, and she's like, ah. You think she's gonna try to make it for the for the stairs, but she doesn't. Like anybody else who is scared in a basement. Run upstairs. She does not. Like, oh. She just kind of hangs out until her son spooks her from behind. And then she's like, somebody touched me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I felt fingers. It's like, all right, cool. Let's go upstairs. All right. Yeah, maybe go upstairs. Uh, that door creaks back shut. It's like a little... <laughs> I like that it opens that way. Yeah. Like, un- instead of opening like a normal door, it looks like a tiny little garage door. Yep. <laughs> it's so cool. Very funny. Uh, Satan's tiny garage door. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> he has his own talking car in there. Too. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's where the talking uh, car lives. Yes. This is great. Okay, so retcon. We're going to fix this. Just make sure you put my top up before you put me away. <laughs> There's a lot of poop <laughs> in a here. Lot of poop right beep, from the beep. ceiling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, uh, 
Why is it that ghosts that have to open doors are scarier than ghosts that don't have to open doors? I was just thinking about this. And in this movie, that is creepy. Like the fact that it is actively, that it's like an invisible man in the space. Yeah, it opens up when all the uh, the people come out too later on. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I like the idea, for some reason, the idea that it is always solid. That the ghost is always a physical thing. Yeah. That like no matter what, you don't, you can't ever walk through it. Yep. It just kind of hides and it's always a physical form is so much more intimidating because it is a literal presence. Whereas like a ghost ghost, you're like, eh, whatever, what the fuck's it going to do? You know, you're going to walk through it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> but this thing, it's like, it's, it's a monster that lives in your house, which uh, it works really well. Uh, Bert Young hangs a mirror in the dining room so they can watch themselves eat dinner because it's real sexy. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, eventually when the mirror fails because he's a tool, uh, you know, he, he blames a five year old for it because like, like, the whole house shakes and it falls his mirror. And obviously it's his youngest five year old yeah. daughter's fault. Yeah. Because this house isn't a playpen. Exactly. Um. <laughs> And so the mom uh, loses it because I can't even have the one damn dinner in the house that everybody <laughs> fighting. True. Yep. The because uh, this family has to fight all the time. Even the little kids are fighting all the time. It's just such a. Don't worry, not, they'll get their comeuppance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little severe punishment. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Finally, some justice for all the stuff that they put their parents <laughs> through. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway. Yeah, this, and then the end of this scene, the little tag at the end is like the sun is staring at the mirror that they've put back there, and it starts cracking in the corner, which is that, I mean, he's not possessed yet. No. So I don't know what that's supposed to signify. Like, he's looking evil, and then the mirror cracks, and it's, it's just it's like, one, yeah. it's just one of those Nobody kinda, even notices a mirror either. Like, it's pretty loud. Yeah, it's weird. Um, mm, everybody oh. was chewing too loud. <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine they're eating that, crunchy dinner. I would imagine that they're eating really fast to Eat. get the fuck away from yeah, the rest seriously. of the family. Uh, okay, another POV ghost comes up from the basement. This is where he hisses at the crucifix <laughs> and throws a bedsheet over. It. I love that. Yeah, there's some demonic howling. The it reminds, it reminds me of um, there's nothing out there when the uh, when the creatures doing the POV and it sees the rake that it walked into earlier and it growls at the rake. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is delightful. Um. Yes, and so now the eldest son, what is his name again? Sonny. 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 Of course it is, because he's the son. Um, <laughs> and the daughter's name is Daughtery. Daughtery, <laughs> of course it is. Uh, he's shaving in the bathroom with the world's most complex shaving mirror set up. That thing's got like four goosenecks and like three different <laughs> angles on it. It's pretty amazing. And they didn't even have multi-blade razors back then. No, he was shaving with an electric razor, which was probably yeah. brand new at the time. Hmm? New technology. Now it's like the, the Mach 8 with eight blades <laughs> and cooling gel dispenser. Yeah. <laughs> with a pivot ball swivel swivel. He doesn't know to what get he's the missing. closest shave ever. Yeah. That's what I use. Eight <laughs> blades and a pivot ball. <laughs> I just kept seeing the ads on some Hulu show I was watching. I was just like, motherfucker, how much more advancements can you do to a razor for your face? Like, I've been using like just a normal Mach 3 since high school. I was like, this is fine. <laughs> that's two more than you need. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. But I was a sucker for advertising at the time, and that was the cool metal yeah, and so, triple techno razor. And so and you've I needed been using it. the same one yeah. since then? 
amazing. And it kind of blows my mind that it's still there and available. Like it hasn't been discontinued or changed or That's crazy. Yeah. I I've smashed so many razors in my life. I don't know what is wrong with mm. me. You're probably possessed. Oh, you know what? That might be it because uh okay. This speaking of things that don't make sense, what is with the mirrors? Like they set up this thing that's like, aha, the mirrors, and it's like the mirror is looking at him. It's it, like, like just supposed to be creepy, the, I guess. The mirror extends out into the like yeah. it uses its little gooseneck thing to kind of go out into the hallway a little bit, which it's is like insane. Spying on him because the ghost needs a mirror for eyes for a minute. So Didn't we watch weird. something else that had like that too? Where Oh, like the mirror on a yes. car was like tracking somebody, but it didn't yeah, need trucks, to... trucks. That's right. Yeah. Where like the headlights are eyes. Yes. And so like somebody smashed out the headlights, and it didn't know where it was going, yeah. and it crashed into a ditch. Uh, yeah. And it would move its rearview mirror to like, I'm spying on somebody with my mirror eyeball. Yeah, I'm conf- okay. So the house is evil, and he's possessed by just a demon of some sort. We never really find out who because it is. He, he basically tries to get him to tell him his name, and he won't. He won't, yeah. So we never find out. I was really expecting that he was going to be like, he was going to head for A number one and be like, I'm Satan. Mm. And, I, and that would have, of course, been the goofiest thing they could have done. Oh, the goofiest would be like, tell me your name. Ugh. Fine, it's Melvin. <laughs> Melvin, of course. It's I mean, <laughs> right back to Mad Magazine number one. Yep, uh, that cover. Uh, that's the horrible thing that lurks in the tomb. Was Melvin? Uh, okay, so yes. Uh, all right. Late in the night, somebody's pounding at the door, and Bert Young goes to check on it. And grumpy Dad, there's nobody there. He's like, Mal, oh, you know what? <laughs> That's fine. Let's forget about it's it. It's crazy. He is so like, because he's mad about everything. Yeah. And so the first time this person, this ghost knocks on the door, he's like, eh, well, I guess back to bed. <laughs> and he's totally fine. Knocks again. And he's like, well, uh, I'm going to blow gonna his head up with a shotgun. the biggest gun I can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brings a 12 gauge shotgun outside. And he's like, well, next time you show up, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> it's like one to 11 in... I just like Two that the seconds. I just like that the ghost likes to play ding dong ditch. <laughs> it's like, what do you think the ghost is doing right now? Like, I'm just because well, the, like, he's he ends the ghost obviously ends up killing everybody like pretty damn fast. So it's just like it's not like this ghost that's like I'm gonna drive these people slowly crazy because that's what you'd be doing if you were gonna be driving them slowly crazy. You just wanted them out. Like this demon's this gonna kill question. everybody, and he's just like, why are you fucking with them first? Like, okay, at all? Like, <laughs> but okay. So what we learn is that it's but it's not just the demon though right like when the when the possessed kid leaves the house the house is still haunted correct or is it not is that the demon that controls the house because we never really see the house without the kid uh no i don't know it seems like the house is like loaded with demons just one of them pops out and possesses the kid. Yeah, because the, the demon makes all the blood happen in the bed when the priest is blessing it, and the kid's not in the room, so... Yeah, I mean, it's... I think but all maybe, the kid laughs about it afterwards, so there right. is that one demon. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just that it's it might just be the one demon, and he just kind of projects himself out through the house. But then we see the multiple ghost demons from the Native American burial ground thing for that one but scene. But those, like, I mean, we're, I those think we're supposed demons? to assume that those are Native Americans? We are. And this movie was supposed to be, the first draft had a very 
big. Uh, we oh, we built this God. on a Native American burial ground subplot that they thank they God took we out. killed yeah. that because but it still is supposed to be Jesus yeah that's wow yeah that that kills stuff I will tell you from Poltergeist too yep like big long like involving Native American nonsense and like ugh, it's the dumbest it's like <laughs> ugh it's the worst idea. Especially because it's not done by actual Indians. You know, like, if you had American Indians working on your fucking project, mm-hmm. sure, do it. But, like, Poltergeist 2 is like, I know what an Indian is. He's got a fucking feather, yeah. and he's he says some stuff. It's he hollers fine. a lot, yeah. We'll hire Graham Greene and yeah. tell him to do some stuff, and he'll take a paycheck, and he'll feel guilty about it because this is horrible, what we're doing. Uh, all right. Let's see. Um, that, he never kills anybody with a shotgun, so we go back to our lives. Uh, meanwhile, in the kids' room, the windows are going up and down. Everything's shaking. Clearly a something that no child could do. No. Ag- uh, again, this, this is one of the things where it kind of bugs me how fast the things go. Usually in a ghost movie, there's little things first you know what i mean like this movie is just like oh hey welcome to the house here's a gallon of blood here's an earthquake oh here's a flying paintbrushes doing that's, a crazy mural on the wall paints a Wait, demon it's been 10 minutes and it says dishonor <laughs> thy father and pigs yeah. underneath it it's been all 10 minutes yeah yeah <laughs> whatever um Bert decides that the best uh, the best solution to this problem is to beat his kids uh and also his wife yeah makes sense so he does that um, the old take off the belt move. Mom has decided that she should kill Bert now, which is probably the smartest decision she's ever made. Uh, she's not very good at it, though. Now the older kids are crazy, and the son grabs the shotgun that Bert Ward put, or Bert Ward, Bert Young put down. <laughs> it would be so much weirder with Bert Ward yeah. in this role. Um, and he puts the shotgun right up to Bert Ward's chin. And we get our Bert Young. Knock it off. Sorry. Uh, right up to his chin and is about to fucking blow his head off. Which which is a pretty intense scene. And you wonder it if is. he's actually going to do it. Because like, sure oh my do. gosh, is he going to really blow this guy's head off right in front of all the little kids and everything? Like, and it's, it's pretty tense. Okay. So hear me out. Here's my version of the movie. None of them get possessed. There's a ghost in the house. He actually does kill the dad Mm -hmm. and they all cover up for him while they're dealing with the possession while they're dealing with a haunted house yep they're dealing with a haunted house and maybe the ghost of the dad and everybody's just like yay but there's still a ghost here (laughs) well okay so they kill him and he's the ghost in the house that they're dealing with oh that like it it's like a regular a regular haunting and then it becomes malevolent because Bert Young is now the ghost in the house and he's a piece of shit. Oh, that would have been cool. You know, I'd abusive father ghost yep. would be more interesting and you'd get the catharsis of getting him the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> abusive ghost dad. Abusive ghost dad. I guess that's redundant now that you think about it. I mean, really, uh, <laughs> especially if you're talking about that movie. I with, was. Okay. With yes. that guy. Jesus, this this podcast is really <sighs> touching on touching on the serious issues. I am today. going to pick a very silly movie for next week. Yeah, we should probably do Gremlins 2 or something. God, I love that song. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, okay. So <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, mom and dad make up. And then the son listens to his Walkman in bed. And the tape stops. And a voice asks him why he didn't shoot that pig. He's like, hey, bro, come on. Why didn't you shoot the pig? You noticed he's a pig, right? Shoot him. I do like the uh, the messages through the headphones. Oh, so Motif good. in this. Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I love it because it's like a real kind of precursor to uh, like satanic, like satanic panic. panic. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, he's hearing backwards masking on his fucking docking <laughs> tape or whatever. We never hear what he's listening to, though. Another real missed opportunity, but 82, we wouldn't have very good heavy metal for yep. this kind of thing, you know. Good Judas Priest I think it, songs I think it would be something. cool if he was, he was a big crooner fan. <laughs> he was listening Perfect. to, like, Dean Martin and shit instead of the metal. <laughs> I would like it if he was listening to Houdini. Is there a Houdini album out around this time? Probably. <laughs> Seems like there would be. Uh, you know, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five or something. <laughs> it's just, like, really old, cheesy rap. I'd be into that. And he could put clothes away and shut his dresser drawer with his butt while dancing. Oh, man. If this movie was Nightmare <laughs> 2, it would be a lot better. <laughs> that movie's a lot better. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I enjoy that movie a lot more. Yeah, because all of the fucking sex is consensual. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. All right. Uh, okay. So we cut to the mom and the daughter in a Catholic service. They seem to know all the words to the all the things that the priest is saying so we know that they are a catholic family of some sort this wasn't just a spur of the moment decision clearly and they just fit right in after moving there for like yeah, a day of course um but then they stand in line i i kind of here's the thing i would have liked this better if they weren't catholic mm-hmm. i would have liked it better if they were like mouthing along and didn't know the words <laughs> like there were all these things and they were and they were just there to ask the priest to come bless the house. Are you talking like the, like the families that go to church just on Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. these are the ones that just go when their house yeah. is possessed by a demon. Uh, but no, they are they're clearly lifetimes. They were saying grace earlier, like they've done it every night for ever. Yep. Yeah. So they ask the, the priest to come bless the house. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, and he when he shows up at the house, this is my favorite. Instead of being like, hey, it's the priest. You know, the normal thing that a human yep. being says about when you've seen a priest. Instead, she's like, hey, it's the man you saw at church today. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's like referring to Jesus as the man yeah. that you saw at church today. <laughs> oh, oh, you have a crucifix. That's the man yeah. I saw at church today. <laughs> Such a weird line. Yeah, I don't know church positions at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Is that an acolyte? Uh, I have no a, fucking I idea. I don't know what's going on. I think he's the bishop. Um, so, being a total monster, the dad doesn't go to church. No. He doesn't want them bringing, his, bringing that church into the house. Mm-mm. I don't go to church. I don't want church coming here. He what ropes. are you thinking? Ew. Um, and so, uh, he keeps trying to... I don't know if he's like trying to corrupt the priest or what his deal is. Yeah, he's like, hey, But you Anthony, the, the dad, uh, is like... You want to smoke? Hey, you want to smoke, Father? Hey, Father, you want you want a cigar? You want a hey, burr? Hey, uh, let, let me get you a drink. Let's drop a few tabs. <laughs> 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 want to do some fucking poppers? Huh? Got a sweat shack out back. <laughs> we could do some peyote. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. You know, I think I got a whipped cream container. We could do whippets. Oh, I got some spray paint. We can go around the city and tag. I'll teach you some tagging. <laughs> Listen to some fucking insane clown posse and do whippets on the roof. Come on, father. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Get your hatchet up, father. 
Oh, it's a miter? Oh, whatever. What the fuck? Um, anyway, but <laughs> they instead, Dad sends the kids to the kitchen to get him a glass of water, and the kids play the fun game that kids love to play, let's asphyxiate each other with yes! a plastic bag. what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm gonna make you dead. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the corpse. Yay! <laughs> I'll be the murder victim. <laughs> and he like the, the kid's got a fucking bag over his head. And yeah. The daughter's choking him, and he's laughing, and they're yeah. just having a blast. This is not a safety film for children, by the way. Just in case anyone <laughs> let's go downstairs was... and play with the guns now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that will be fun. Um. I don't know if the man that we saw in church today will approve of that. <laughs> Let's uh, shoot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so the priest comes in and shakes hands with the eldest son. So clearly the eldest son is already possessed. Like he's beginning to be possessed because the second he touches, the second the priest touches the son, the kitchen explodes. Yep. So that's so those damn kids again. And... <laughs> Of course. Of course, Anthony's like, well, kitchen exploded. Must be those damn kids. Time to beat the shit out of the kids. Daddy, don't beat the shit out of the kids. Please don't beat the children. (laughs) And then the priest comes in and he's like, well, this is uh, this is not great. Um, (laughs) Maybe I'll have one of those smokes after all and whip it. I like it's it's pretty weak. I think of the priest to be like, I'll come back later. Yeah. Unless you're driving straight to, like, DHHS. I, exactly. <laughs> like, I'll come back later with Child Protective yeah, Services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's who I'll come back with. And they will take the kids away, and then this movie will be prevented. And maybe But he's that's... like, no, I'm going to ignore my phone and go camping with my boyfriend instead. Right. However... Is there a gay thing there? I don't know. It definitely felt like tell. it. It definitely felt yeah. like there was something... I don't know if it was, like... 80s coding because it's so come on come on we got a camping trip come on right buddy. right yeah yeah it was definitely like it definitely felt more like a relationship than yep. a yeah but uh, you but know then the girl accuses him of thinking about having sex with her which he doesn't deny so it's like uh, maybe he's not at all like but it, it just seemed like a weird yeah eh, who knows this movie's weird this movie's <laughs> weird is all there is um but he, but he's a priest. He couldn't be gay. I'm being silly. <laughs> That's so true. Um, so, is that? Wouldn't that have been a better version of this too? As like, there are so many better versions of this. But oh, yeah. like, wouldn't it be a better version if he was like the the thing that he was wrestling with was the fact that he didn't go to child protective services for this? Mm-hmm. Because that's the moment he could have stopped. Yeah. A good portion of this. If he'd had the kids taken away, like if he but if he, he had talked to his little like whoever that guy is, if it's his boyfriend or whatever that dude is, if he talked to him and been like, hey, I really don't know what to do. I saw this horrible thing happen. This guy's really abusive. He's like I, he beat his kids and his wife right in front of me. Like, what do I do? And he's like, you shouldn't stay in, you should, you shouldn't get involved in this. It's going to be too much, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yep. he's like, no, nah, I don't know. I'm really torn. It seems like I should go to protect, ah, oh, they do more harm than good, whatever. Then that's the moment that he's worried about later yep. on. Whereas Instead, he makes, he, he says like, oh, that was, what daughter are you calling me that night? 
But it's like, how did you know that you missed that call? Remember, because he missed the call when she was calling him. Right, because because the demon showed him that that that's what the call was. Oh, oh I missed later that. Later on, later on, he picks up the phone, and that's the phone call. And he basically gets a repeat of what the phone call would have been. Oh, okay. Where she's like, I think my father's, I think my brother's going insane, and I think he's going to kill us all. Oh, okay. I and, that, I, and I think that's where he gets his guilt from, gotcha. was the fact that he knows that, you know, lifting the phone was the problem. But I, I still think this is more of an issue than that. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, he's like, okay, fine, I'm, I'm headed back to the priest mobile. He goes out there, <laughs> opens the door, and finds his Christian prayer book shredded. It looks like it's been exploded from the inside with like a bunch of firecrackers or something. Only the devil could tear a book like this. <laughs> um, so, let's see... Oh yeah, that's this is insane. Anthony gets guilted here. He's like, his wife is like, oh, you've got to go back and apologize to the priest. It looks like it's about eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, this this is one of the more confusing parts of this because they leave at clearly it is pitch black out, so it has to be at least ten o'clock, probably more like eleven thirty. They go out there and find the priest and apologize to him somehow. And then go out for a steak dinner, we find out later. <laughs> Denny's? 24 hour all, Denny's? All night, steak, all night steakhouse. Yep. Must be. It's a, it's a New York thing. Yeah. Uh, either way, we should. You know, we really should have gotten fucking Damien for this thing. Yes. He lived right next to this fucking oh, really? house. Yeah, yeah. He lived in the same neighborhood as yeah. the Amity house. So he would have been an expert on Amity lore. He's too cool for this show now. No, he lives too far away. He's actually asked me if, <laughs> if we <laughs> wanted to have him on. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm calling him out saying he's too cool. Oh, that way he'll be like, oh, I, I am see. not. I'm going to come be on your show next week while we talk about Gremlins 2 or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, all I have to do is ask him. He'll totally come up because he's like, he's around. He's going to ask me to go pick him up. Yes. <laughs> it's in Boston though. <laughs> do it. <laughs> No, he can drive a car. <laughs> he has not lost his license yet for whatever he would lose his license for. Uh, okay, so Sonny's not going to go to this church thing because he's got demon stuff to do upstairs. He's like hearing spooky creaking and doors he's slamming, and he's like, he grabs a hammer. He's not fucking around. He goes for the murder weapon. Uh, somebody throws a suitcase at him or something. <laughs> like, don't know what that was, but it was crazy. Uh, he's freaked out, and then he does... This actually, this is another fucking me getting old thing. Watching him run down the stairs backwards gave me a panic attack. Yeah. Like, he's like running from this thing, and then he starts moving fast down the stairs mm-hmm. backwards. I was like, he is going to die. <laughs> no, he's Stop. Get it. Twist your ankle. Oh, come on. You're going to break your neck, <laughs> fool. You kids, stop <laughs> it. Stop it with your wheelie stop boards. You're your, going to hurt yourself. And your, your nimbleness. <laughs> Uh, getting old sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. So he grabs one of the arsenal of random rifles in the basement. <laughs> I want to know more about what this rifle is. Not a, like, like you always say, I'm not a gun guy either. Yeah. What the fuck is that thing? 
It's, it's, it's a video game weapon. It looks like it it's looks got like a silencer a on, yeah, the, yeah. on the front of it, like or a, uh, what's that, like a muzzle suppressor or whatever the, the thing is that, like, yeah, like yeah, big guns It looks guns like a crazy have. big gun from, like, an action movie. It's yeah. weird. It's like a hunting rifle with something crazy on the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I like it. Yep. Good choice. Always have the weirdest gun. Predator 2 rules. <laughs> Always have a weird gun if you can. Um, so he just starts shooting at some point, which is crazy. Um, but this is where all the Evil Dead shit happens. Yeah, tracking him. He's like... Flying he's, through the sky cam, looking down at him, and he's looking up at the camera like it's a thing. Yeah. And the other thing that's weird is that he hears children's voices here. And he's like, fuck, gotta grab a gun. I might have to waste a toddler. <laughs> Fucking kid breaking into my house. <laughs> I couldn't maybe, possibly overpower him. Maybe it's Freddy and his jump rope squad. Oh, could be. Could be that little girl. She's asking for it. <laughs> um, so there's all that cool camera stuff. And then we get a scene that I don't understand, but it's gross and cool looking. This is it looks like the demon's jumping up and down on his stomach yeah, or something. I don't understand this either, and I feel it goes on too long. Like it it's a cool effect I mean, and it looks cool, but then they just keep hammering it home. It's like, man, if that just happened like once, like and he was just like, Oh then his stomach went back to normal, I think that would be more effective than Yeah. We just keep seeing the damn like stomach effect. Like, like three or four times in a row, and it's just like, Yeah, we get it. It's cool. Except like, and it doesn't make sense. Like, you, right? De- it's like the, I, where where do, where do we assume the demon's entering him now? What is he doing? Cramming himself into his belly button? Like, right? It, <laughs> it's it feels too. Uh, I don't know. Abstract, maybe. Yeah. Like it's it, just it, a neat looking thing, but doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. I mean, they they called on an effects company to build a rig. To look like a stomach going in and out that was distended and weird. There, yeah. It might even be his stomach just covered in liquid latex mm-hmm. and painted. But w- they must have known why. They must have known why they wanted <laughs> his stomach to go in and out. But it, it isn't like common knowledge that demons jump in through your solar plexus. Yes. Just a strange choice. This one does. But, but this one does. <laughs> All right, so he goes into the rain and poop room, which everybody's just <laughs> fucking cool with hanging out in. He's like, mm, that's, that's human that's shit. Time poop. to go in there. Uh, he sees a human arm sticking out of the concrete. I love that. It was a great shot. Yep. Very spooky. Uh, we get another POV ghost coming out of the room. It bursts a steam pipe, <laughs> which is a cool little scene. Uh, Sonny runs upstairs. He hears the laughing demon again. Nobody uh, ever addresses that pipe. Nobody cares that water is just pouring out of no, everything in this house. Everything in this fucking house yeah. is leaking. It's so crazy. But uh, his face gets all fucked up. He screams. The house shakes. Shit falls everywhere. All the guns fire straight up through the mm. living room. No, you know, Burt Young's never like, hey, I noticed there's like seven holes in the floor. <laughs> Anybody want to? explain why all the guns have been fired straight up into the floor. I mean, would anybody like to explain why he leaves all his guns loaded? Because he's an asshole. Because he's got three kids. You got to do that when you got three kids. Um, So, uh, flames shoot out of the boiler. We get, like, this is just like, they blew their whole load on this fucking nonsense. This is like the This house also catches on fire a lot and then never burns. (laughs) Sometimes it rains in there, too. Yeah. 
Uh, so the rest of the family has been home for over an hour, and Sonny's just basically waking up, and he has no idea how much time has passed. Mm-hmm. But it was enough time for them to go apologize to the priest, get a get steak, a steak dinner, dinner, like do all all that stuff. Um, and so he goes into his sister's room, and this is where we get the creepiness. We'll pretty much gloss over this whole thing, but yeah, there's there's a whole disgusting the thing. The problem I have with it is like, the, why does the sister do it? Like, she's sure. just like, pose for me on the bed, sexy. She's like, okay, I'm gonna pretend I'm a famous photographer and you're a model. Okay, take off your nightgown, and then she's like, okay, but just for a minute, like, no. Why would you? How would you get this far? You're not possessed, right? Exactly. You would well, be like, I'm, okay, you're acting weird, Sonny. I'm gonna go back to my room. Like, I feel like that would happen. Like. I mean, that's that is the problem here is that because not once is he like threatening or like no scary and, looking and I to think, her. I think this is the issue. It's that I think that this all existed before that this whole yeah. thing was there before there was a whole flowers in the attic subplot mm-hmm. to their lives before they entered here. And the demon is just making it worse. And so but I feel almost like it hasn't been there before because she goes to confession to talk about it like. Why would you care now if you've already, like, why would you... Well, because it never happened before. Because it never, there was never an actual, this was the, it had always been kind of a thing that had been going on, and then this was the time when it was like, yeah, let's just do it. Okay. And so, yeah. Gross, horrible. Moving on. Moving the fuck on. (laughs) Uh, And just quickly, before we move on, that is the problem, is that it's too real. Mm -hmm. Like, this scene is too much, like like some sort of horrible actual thing that could yeah. have happened. And that that shit doesn't belong in horror movies, period. No, I don't want to watch I don't it. want things that happen to people in real life that really like you know, I want I want people decapitated <laughs> by pieces of panes of fucking glass, yeah. okay? That's how you do it. You know? Ugh. Yeah, that piece goes in the trash. <laughs> um okay. Priest is back at the house because he knows that there's some real fucked up shit going on here after the uh, after the confession. Mm-hmm. He he knows who it is because he sneaks a peek as she leaves, but yep. obviously he knew anyway. Um, again, this this priest is not getting the authorities involved after multiple issues. Yep, this is. You would think that a priest would know, but oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, that's terrible. Okay, so Sonny gets word on his headphones that Satan wants to kill the priest, so he shouldn't bother doing it. Yeah. He's like, no, the priest is mine. <laughs> okay, cool, but aren't... But he's here. Go. Don't talk to him. Don't <laughs> Go hide in the corner. Go hide, yeah. Um, the priest does want to talk to Sonny, but Sonny's like hiding behind his dress bureau, bureau whatever. Um I really expected him to dump holy water on him, but he does not. Um, he goes, he leaves because he's just like, ah, fuck it. Okay. I, you know, I'm going to leave this kid alone. I know that I know all the horrible things that are going on here, but I'm going to ignore them because mm. that's how it goes. And so he uses his magic holy water wand on everything and sprinkles everything. Uh, he sprinkles the mom's bed at her request and, and the sprinkle water turns to goopy blood everywhere. Turns to blood. And uh, something fun for everyone out there. That thing is called an Aspergillum. 
So Neat. just in case anybody needed to know what the fuck that was. I'll stick with sprinkle water. That's, that's, that's what the holy water sprinkler is called. <laughs> I think they're all like gathered together and it's like, okay, we got to stop calling this thing a sprinkle water. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like apparently that is the most common. It's, it's called like a sprinkler or something yep. like that is like <laughs> the most common term. Uh, but yeah, I was like, Michelle, you went to Catholic school. What the fuck's that thing called? <laughs> and she was like, I don't remember. Hold on. She looked it up. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time since my last exorcist. So exactly. <laughs> she was like, I think they call it a sprinkler, <laughs> which I guess is really what they do. Um, so you probably have motorized ones now. <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh, like the Uzis that we had as children. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember that point in the pandemic where priests were shooting kids with squirts? Yes! <laughs> oh my god! To baptize them. Oh my gosh. It's almost like it points out how silly religion is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Patricia, the daughter, comes to visit the priest, and she's not doing great. Uh, he's like, I'm really interested in your horrible story, but the phone is ringing. So I'm going to take that. Do you think this demon killed this old lady so that he would have to leave? Or was this just a random coincidence? I think it's just a coincidence. That is a fucking crazy coincidence because literally, I think this is like the the moment that this whole thing hinges on. Yeah. Like, if things had gone differently here, that was like the last time that he had a chance to change anything. I still, I think, I think it's coincidence. Just coincidence. So... How did the demon know what who the members of the church are and where to go? And because his son never even went to church, so it's just good point. Yeah. Well, it's a good question though. Yeah, but it does it it prevents her from speaking about Sonny. Yeah. So and he's like about to talk to her, but you know he was too rude with the fucking phone call, so she just basically books it. Yep. Um, she's like, eh, he's not taking me seriously, so I'm gonna leave. Cut to Sonny's birthday party, which is. Somehow, the most awful thing about this whole movie. I feel like this birthday party is the worst part of this whole thing. It's this entire family that knows this terrible thing is happening. And they're just like, la, 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 la. It's that fully American, like, let's just deny everything that's going on here. And so the family, I have a minor, I have a dumb problem with it. Sure. Uh, So they have the party. They're like, here's the things. Blow out the candles. Yay. You know what I mean? Then they're like, okay. (laughs) And then the other party members show up. But just like 30 people flood in the door (laughs) at once. Like, when you go to a birthday party, people show up. One by one by one. No, but you, the door doesn't just open and Do 30 people flooded. Do they just move to town? And yes. So who are all these people? You've Did all for, of his friends fly in from um, wherever they're from? Unless they moved from 10 minutes away. Right, we exactly. don't totally know that. They might have They might have moved from a block away. It just bugged me that everybody flooded in at once. Like That was weird. Did this... they take a freaking bus together? Like, come <laughs> <Yes>. on. <laughs> uh, that's, how we, uh, that's how we handled our wedding. We did the whole thing where it was like, friends and uh family and close friends we had like 50 people for the wedding part and then after a certain point it was open to like everybody and we had like 300 people oh wow all just pour in yeah it's like everybody just fucking take as take as much food as you want hang out get drunk and it was amazing that was a goddamn great wedding cool thanks (laughs) for inviting me I wish I had known you when I got married. <laughs> I totally would have Do invited you. Do it again. You. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, sure. Then I'll do it again, and I'll invite you this time, too. Okay. <laughs> it was at Bubba's Sulky Lounge. Oh, no shit. Um, let's see. Uh, yes. Okay, so during the party, Mom sees that something fucked up is going on between Sonny and Patricia. Like, he's... She's got a... She, Mother's instinct. She does. She's... Uh, or she's known about this forever and is just ignoring it Again... Still. That's what it points to yeah. to me, but okay. Uh, so, uh, Sonny looks at his family, and Satan voice kicks in here. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> "Look at them, they're, they're all pathetic. pigs. Look at these pathetic pigs. Wouldn't they all be better off dead?" <laughs> it's like, well, Dad and Sonny, yeah, <laughs> probably better off dead. Mom and the daughter could probably take a pass. Two little kids. You know, we don't know. I mean, they could be the next Hitler. You saw them with the plastic bag. They're going to grow up to be psychos. They're going to be, <laughs> those two are gonna be serial killers. They're going to be like working together in like a serial killer team. Um, yeah, that's a good point. So uh, let's see. She sees Patricia going to visit Sonny and she gets really wiggy here, mm-hmm. um, but she doesn't go after her, which yep. is stupid. Um Patricia talks to Sonny and he starts to mutate. Like he's starting to get like full on rubber face, big veins, like Which I thought looked really great, but I've I realized that this is one of those things where the HD hurts things. Like because wa- sure. I watched this movie first on my tape. Sure. Then I watched it on HBO Max and it was like, oh shit. I was just like I was thinking this movie had amazing makeup effects. I, think it, it. I still think it does. They're I cool. Mean, but I like... watched it in HD, and I thought I thought it looked fine. I mean, sure, all of those fucking effects. Whenever you whenever you use the that kind of oil based paint that goes over foam latex, it causes a sheen. Yep. And you can't get rid of it. There's like nothing you can do. It doesn't look like skin. Uh, yeah. I mean, now you can use silicone and all that stuff, but for the time period, there were no edges. I didn't see a single line. I didn't mm-hmm. see a single makeup line. Like they fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like all the things that they had control over. I guess. At the I guess time it just period. looked a lot more natural on the tape than it did on the. Sure. Yeah. I mean, again, they knew that they were working with what they had, and yeah. they didn't. They didn't know that HD was going to come yeah. along and fuck it up. Just like Tom Savini didn't know that they were going to restore uh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Dead, And everyone was going to turn bright blue. Yep. (laughs) Which, (laughs) man, you could see every single makeup line. Every single one. God. Ugh. Yep, that should never have been restored. Mm. Okay. Uh, So... She runs down. This is where Patricia runs away because Sonny sends her away because she's obviously confused, doesn't know what's going on, and she calls the priest on the phone. And the priest's friend here hangs up on her, basically. Boyfriend, sure. (laughs) Hangs up on her and takes the phone off the hook. Yep. Um, And now. And does it so she can still hear, like. Come on, we got a camping trip to go to. Let's go. <laughs> That's a good point. My problems probably aren't as bad as yeah <laughs> your need for a camping trip. <laughs> um, yeah, that that could have been an interesting plot point too if that had been the the situation. Mm-hmm. If they had been gay, yeah, yeah, that would have been an interesting addition. Again, this movie is too icky, so mm. it doesn't matter. They can't fix it with anything. Um. 
So, uh, oh yeah. Mom beats Patricia here because she's a monster too now. Uh, so this is weird. So later that night, Sonny continues to mutate. Like he's got big rubber stuff on his arm. Yep. Uh, now his whole face is legitimately like evil dead monstrous. Looks awesome. It looks great. Um, Patricia freaks out and gets out of bed. And we get a weird shot of a doll in a rocking chair. That yeah, what is that? It looks like a big sex doll with like big cleavage. And so, so, where did that come from? It's a thing called a boudoir doll. It was a popular trend in the twenties. That was like uh, people just kind of had them. Adult women had these boudoir dolls in their rooms. Weird. It was kind of like a. Hey, look! This is this is not a this is not a young girl's room. This is an adult woman's room, and look at how hot I am, or you know whatever. This is like a sexy place, and this is proof that I have then whatever. But in this case, it's being used as a visual metaphor to represent that her her loss of innocence and all that kind of stuff. It's it's nice that they just kind of gloss over it, so it's you kind of see it out of the corner of your yep. eye, and it's like, oh, that's not a little girl's doll. This is like something has changed. Something terrible has gone wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get it. it again movie's too fucking icky um, but she I don't know what the fuck is happening here so I assume that the parents are having sex here it sounds like someone on a pogo stick going down the hallway yeah but I guess that's how they have sex is that it's just well they're arguing that she won't do it yeah so maybe they were jumping on the bed and then they got into an argument do you want to know something even ickier? No. Okay. You know what? I don't. I'm just going to say I don't. Yep, there was supposed to be something even ickier that the dad wanted from the mom, and she wouldn't give it up. Fuck. I just don't want... Nobody wants that, and the test audience hated that, and it got scrapped. <laughs> so there's tidbits in the conversation you hear from the door going like, why won't you do that? And she's like, it's shame. Like... Okay, no, no, I'm, yep. good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, I don't want to hear about Burt Young butt stuff or whatever the fuck is going on here. That's what they wanted. <sighs> because Boy. that matters. It sure does. Oh, I mean, okay, this seems to be the issue that they're not understanding when making this movie. They don't get that the gross, weird stuff that came out of Reagan's mouth in The Exorcist was to be a complete juxtaposition, a complete like flipping of her personality into something monstrous and horrendous. Yeah. So she was an innocent little girl mm-hmm. and was taken over by a force so malevolent that it could corrupt even a pure child. Yep. Great. This is a dysfunctional family that has horrible problems, and they just get worse. Like they need a demon now. They did. <laughs> this movie could have had no demon and been just as awful. Like, or it, it could have been a nice family and a demon, and then it would be like a tragedy. True, but it's never it, because it is a tragedy for for the the two kids. Yep, it's a tragedy for the for the teenage girl. You know, it's a tragedy for the mother. the The two males in the household are monsters. You know, and so it is a tragedy for yep. for the majority of the characters of this movie. Ugh. 
Gross. All right. So she listens to that horrible conversation in the parents' bedroom while Sonny loads his gun. Yep. Um, Surprised that he needed to load it because all those guns are just full of bullets all the time. (laughs) Uh, He sneaks up, shoots dad and mom. It was like crazy how quick this happened. Oh, yeah. It was like normally you would have him stalking everyone around the house. It was just sort of like, oh, yeah, time to load the gun. Boom. Dad's dead. Boom. Mom's dead. And honestly, I was bummed out by the lack of squibs here. You know, like that was weird. Like it felt like it It felt like the sound of the gun was mis mistimed with the actual occurrence of the shot on the person. Yep. You know, they were just holding their side after you hear the shot and then, oh, I've been shot. And so it was it was weak. It was in a movie that is willing to go too far constantly. Yeah. It's crazy that that was too weak, but there you go. Um, so yeah, this, and this whole thing, this is icky in a whole new way too. You've got, you know, the dead kids, the dead parents, you know, like the kids are crying the whole time. It's just, it's awful. And he just murders everybody. He murders everybody. Um, and like, we get a moment where we think this whole thing was a dream. Yeah. Because the priest wakes up and he's like, oh boy, I'm glad that was over. Yeah. You know, but I should probably go check on that house because I did just dream that uh, Demon Sonny killed his whole family. Oh, he did. And we're like, boy, that, that girl that we are we care about because she's pretty much our main character, right? <laughs> you know, we're like following her and they're like, okay, well, she's going to be okay and hiding somewhere, mm. right? And they disabuse us of that notion pretty fast. Yep. Um, so, Priest gets there, house is surrounded by police ambulances. He gets in using his special priest clearance. He says, I was their priest. I'm like, well, go on in and touch whatever you want. Yep. Um, everybody's dead. He blesses the kids in the body bags. Fuck me. What a fun movie. Fuck me. So, uh, and then we see that our protagonist, that uh, who I would have thought was our protagonist, the young girl, is dead. Yep. So, the only person... R.I.P. Daughtery. And so, there it is. Done. All of our main characters, with the exception of the, of the possessed son, yep. are gone. Yep. What a crazy thing. Mm. And like I said... We don't like the sun. No, so great. We're left with this douchebag. We're left with a demon possessing a douchebag. Yep. We're not left with like an innocent, corrupted Regan situation where we're like, boy, I hope the priest saves his soul. And also, if the priest saves him, he's going to have a great life after this mm. in prison until they give him right? the chair. So there's nothing to root for there's anymore. No- it's not like he's going to get cleared of this. Yeah. There are no stakes. All we care about is... So that's is why even when he does get... Literally his immortal soul. And we haven't been given enough information about how a possession works to know if his immortal soul is even in danger. Like, when he dies, his soul could go to heaven. That's the thing that cracked me up at the end, too, when he gets swip- we don't fl- even know. flip-flopped, or the priest gets it, and he's free of the demon. It's just like he gets into a cop car, and it's like, are you just going back to jail for life now? Yes. Like, oh, I'm so happy that you got demon saved well uh, we'll get to it but later on they literally say uh i think one one of the cops is like 
don't worry, we'll convince them that it wasn't you or something like that. Some sort of no prize garbage yeah. that would not. No. I, I don't think this is going to hold up in a court of law. <laughs> Uh, I mean, well, nowadays it might. You could probably, <laughs> you could probably get to the point where it's like, oh yeah, we've uh, the priest kidnapped him. Yeah, I, you could believe that because the guy gets pistol whipped and blah blah blah. But whatever. Okay, so looks like this is the priest story from now on. Like, yeah, we it were sucks. right, and <laughs> we don't care about the priest either. We've been given nothing. We don't know this priest. Yeah. We know that he is a He's priest. priest. That's it. This is another one of those movies that feels like... And it, he likes camping. It feels like another movie that got money from the Catholic Church to just spread the word of Catholicism. Yeah. Like, when it came out that The Exorcist was, like, mostly funded by the Catholic Church, it was like, oh, they're probably doing this a lot, aren't they? Mm. And this definitely has that feeling. It's like, we've got this thing, and we can talk up how good Catholicism is. Yep. Uh, and, and how movie, priests never do anything terrible. And the movie, to me, just grinds to a halt here. Like, this priest is like, this boy didn't do it. Like, he's, mm-hmm. I, I need to get an exorcism. I need to get approval. Uh, what, what Catholic union do I speak to to get a, a union pass for <laughs> exorcism? And, uh, and it's literally just a shitty version of all the stuff we've already seen, seen in, in The, the Exorcist. Exorcist. Yeah. And it was done masterfully in The Exorcist yep. and very poorly here. But we do get Scary German Guy from Monster Squad. Fuck, Scary German Guy. <laughs> scary German Guy's a dick in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so he pesters Sonny in his cell some more. Sonny's not listening until he starts taking out the vestments of exorcism. <gasps> and then he's like... He grabs him by the collar and starts. Sonny grabs the priest by the collar and starts shaking. Oh, and I love this too when the cop when the, that happens and the cop runs into the cell and he just like whips the door open like the the locked door wasn't even locked. Like why is it even closed? What jail works like that? Like hey, you go into this room that we're not going to lock with a killer that we're not going to put in handcuffs. Yep, that's how it goes. Great jail. <laughs> Way to go, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, the priest talks to the warden and he's like, "This kid's possessed." 900 million times out of <laughs> 900 million and one times, the person that you're talking to is going to say, well, you're a psychopath and mm-hmm. you need to shut the fuck up. He just lucked into finding the one person in the world that's like, oh, yeah, I saw a guy like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happened to my sister once. <laughs> yeah, well, I was down in Puerto Rico and I uh, saw a possessed guy just, just exactly like you <laughs> described. That's crazy. This is one of those. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Okay, so I totally believe you, and... Uh, you can take him out of here to go to the house. <laughs> yeah, bananas. Yeah. Uh, so, this is... Uh, he. <laughs> yeah, so... The kid proves that he's possessed right there, too. Like, he convinces the warden, but then his eyes turn, gr- like, weird, like, like yellowish, and, yeah. and, like, his skin gets all fucked up. Uh, I like that he's got... Like, Regan had a possession that was just like, once the demon's in, her body was decaying and yep. bad things were happening. This guy's got an incredible Hulk-type possession. Oh, definitely. Where he's like, snap, oh, I'm a devil. Snap, I'm a dude. I'm a dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the big time at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You <laughs> you came back from that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, okay, so um, the, this is the funniest fucking thing. Okay, this part 
is legitimately funny and legitimately stupid, and I really enjoy it. He goes to look at the Amity house. Oh, the house is fucking possessed. <laughs> because the door opens oh, while yeah, he's he there. Oh, yeah, he sees it all. Yep, that's right. So there's something else going on. Yep. Either way, he goes out to the Amityville house. He's standing in a wonderful New England little little snow squall, and it's <laughs> it's all picturesque and wonderful, and the door opens up, and it's all evil. And he's like, ooh, that's pretty evil. And then a woman comes over and says, hi, father. What are you doing standing in the snow? Would you like a ride? I happen to work at the records office. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Wh- what? Uh, how do these things... Oh, so th- you just knew that that was the next thing that had to happen in the script, yeah. I guess. Yep. Fucking A. <laughs> that is nuts. So she, she's like, let me give you a ride down to the records office. Uh, Okay. And he goes down there. He learns all of the secret of the house and everything that he needs to know. It's just basically the exposition warehouse. Yep. Uh, tells him all about the Indian burial ground and whatever. Uh, he gets hung up. He gets a call from the dead girl here, and that's pretty much the idea being that this is gotcha. what he would have heard. Um, we now go to a trial where a dude with, I guess it's a real mustache. <laughs> it seems like it's too crazy to not be real, uh, but the craziest beard and mustache combination I've ever seen on a normal person. He's like, <laughs> uh, Your Honor? I'd like to uh, declare my client possessed of the devil. Yes. Um, and the judge is like, wouldn't you like to have like a normal mustache to do that? Because <laughs> like you're asking a whole lot. Like a guy with no weird mustache asking me that is still a lot. But you with that fucking mustache. No, 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 no way. Everybody in the world would be asking me for, you know. Uh, everybody would say the devil made them do it. So, nope, no way. You've got three days to come up with yep, a new... come up with something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain this. Yeah. And uh, and so, uh, we go to the chancellor who turned down the exorcism before, this scary German guy, and uh, we basically get the church movie version of the fucking police chief who's had it up to here yeah. with the <laughs> renegade cop. He's like, turn in your vestments. I've had it up to here with your unsanctioned (laughs) exorcisms. Uh, Not everybody's possessed. This is like the ninth time you've asked this month. (laughs) You've blown through 14 bishops' miters. (laughs) (laughs) Crashed through three churches. Broke Um, three sprinkle wands. (laughs) Sick of your shenanigans. Uh, Yeah. So he basically does that stuff, and he's like, you don't have permission to do anything. You're on you're on paid vacation or whatever. <laughs> Go take a vacation and stay away from this case. And uh he's not gonna. He's not going to. But we go to the once we get back to Sonny in the in the cell with the warden, he brings the warden with him in there. They're talking and save me gets written in blood on Sonny's arm. So the warden's feeling even more torn about this thing. He's like, you got to let me take this kid to a church. It's the only way I can do an exorcism. Yep. It's the only way this is going to work. And the guy's like, fuck dude, you're going to get me fired and put in jail. You know, (laughs) like just 
please bring the prisoner back when you're done, right? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Take a prisoner, leave a prisoner is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but no, he's like, here, take my gun, hit me on the back of the head. Yep. Right here <laughs> so that you don't crack my fucking skull open. Mm. Knock me out. And then and he's like, forgive, I, forgive me, father. Bonk. Like, yeah. don't ask father. Ask that guy to forgive me. <laughs> so <laughs> I liked that. That was, I mean, it was very believable. That whole, yep. that whole scene was actually pretty clever. Um, so he, uh, before all of the bonking goes on, uh, he gives the priest a key, tells him how to get out of the place without being seen by the guards. Um, and of course we assume that, uh, Obviously, the prisoner has handcuffs on, right, when you take him out of it. Oh, really? You're just... Yeah. He's possessed by a demon, and you're just going to kind of... And he's accused of killing four people. And you're just going to walk him around. Yep. And let him go on his own volition? They don't even lock the jail cells here. He lets him get behind him when he opens the church door. That didn't work out so good for him. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. So he gets there... And he, Dumb sh- priest. big shocker, he knocks him on the head with, uh, I mean, honestly, at this point, his stupidity wouldn't have mattered, but it's just annoying that he's stupid yep. because clearly Sonny can summon flames from out of nowhere. Yeah. So he basically puts a wall of fire between himself and the priest and then gets away. Yep. Um. So that's a bummer. And he runs back to the house, right? Hey, of course he does. <laughs> He goes straight to the Amity house. And of course, uh, again, our priest using his his special noodle, he's like, aha, I know where it's going. He follows him back and there's an open bulkhead. Like, <laughs> And it's like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a trap. I don't have any holy water. I don't have my vestments. I don't have a prayer. I don't have a fucking bible i don't have anything but i'm gonna do it and in a better movie like the exorcist Mm -hmm. where it's like this exorcist was too proud and he made you know he overstretched his his bounds with this whole thing because he was you know basically committing one of the seven deadly sins Mm -hmm. you know by having too much pride in his own abilities and trying to do this thing that he can't do, you'd go, aha, that's why he loses. <laughs> but in this, it's just like, eh. <laughs> he just, of course he's going through the bulkhead because that's what the story needs. Yep. And so he does, he goes in, uh, we see, we see the weird Native American, like, And it goes nowhere. Taking off. It's just like, oh, there's some people walking. Okay. And moving on. I mean, I'm super. <laughs> I'm super glad that it wasn't like you yeah. know that they weren't wearing fucking headdresses or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you could have imagined them yeah. being some sort of like shitty stereotype, <laughs> but it was just like. But it also was like, okay, who are they? What's yeah. going on? Because we weren't we weren't given anything, and yep. probably this is a subplot that was cut out. Yep, that's point. my guess. So I don't really know what that was, and and it's like. What are they doing? Are they leaving? <laughs> like we don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Yep. So that yeah, that's confusing too. Uh, but either way, um. Uh oh yeah the he opens the satanic garage door and the uh, the evil light floods out and uh, then a bunch of frothy blood pours all over the place. Mm. 
and uh, he goes upstairs to where it's now raining in the house, like torrentially downpouring. Yeah, it looks in cool. The house. Looks great. Totally trashing this this set. Oh yeah, that they must have built specifically for this. Uh, he yells at Sonny and is like, "You should pray." <laughs> <laughs> I'll get right on that, Father. <laughs> like, you know I'm a demon, right? <laughs> like, That's why you should pray. No, <laughs> man, he's so convincing. <laughs> have you looked at this particular chick tract? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gonna really change your mind. It's a funny cartoon about somebody getting possessed. Uh, so. Yeah. All I can think of now is a priest getting punched and like chick tracks flying out like sonic rings. My chick tracks. Yeah, now he can only take one more hit. Yep. So this is, listen, again, with the ickiness of this movie, it's hard to love some stuff in it, but man, this is a lovable scene. Him possessed is so scary. Oh, yeah. Like, it takes the Evil Dead look of a possessed person and makes it drastically scarier. Mm -hmm. I, like, I hate to say that they've improved on a Sam Raimi trope here, but this is a scarier scene. It's great. It is so good. The lighting is perfect. His makeup is perfect. His acting is terrifying. He's very spider-like. He's, Mm -hmm. like, hanging from the ceiling. His head is twisted sideways jumps down attacks the priest right out of the gate it's fucking awesome that whole scene is great um but uh you know now because it was in the exorcist he's like go into me yep it, just he like doesn't it. he doesn't say the line that line from the exorcist he, he instead says he, he said to the very original take me instead <laughs> Yes, I believe he got that from Repossessed. I think that was the line that they said in that movie. Um, So, whatever. Of course, the priest is now possessed because that's what happened in The Exorcist. But we see when it happens, though, we get this great movable makeup effect on on dude. Like His his skin is bubbling and his face is cracked in four sections. He starts peeling his whole face off and he's like a full-on shut underneath. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah. Like, he... uh, So... That's the point where, uh, as a priest, I like if I were in the shoes of the priest, mm-hmm. and the human form has been torn away from this body, yeah, and there's nothing but a demon left, I'd go, "Oops, guess I botched it. <laughs> Time to get out of here." Zing! <laughs> and away I go. Sorry, dude. Yeah, like at this point, you are a lost cause. I really should have got approval. Right. Like and and really the the fucking the demon rubs it in too. He's like, hey, uh, you know, you didn't get approval from the church. Yep, you're all on your own, mm. and this shit is not working. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, it's pretty good. He like he completely molts. It's really gross. And uh, but now, but then it just does work. It just does. He's like, now, well, look, I'm cured. The demon's now in the priest. Yep, and. Sonny leaves. He's like the the priest tells Sonny to get out. Yep. Sonny leaves the house and you know, he sits in the corner and it is creepy like him sitting there with all the weird veins and all that stuff. It is creepy, but it's just like he asks the Lord not to forsake him, but you know, he straight up asked for this shit. So <laughs> tough ditty. Um yeah, 
and that's where the guy says, "Oh, don't worry, they'll they'll understand." Yeah. No, they won't. No, you're going to jail forever. You're going to jail forever, and probably <laughs> going to the chair because yeah. you know it was a an exceptionally heinous crime. So you're probably going to get the chair. I think probably New York still had the the death penalty in 1982. So <laughs> you're probably going down, buddy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's the movie. So I'm sorry if this movie was <laughs> awful to talk about for everybody. Uh, I hope that you don't uh, not listen to us because of this one. I had a fun time talking about it. That's, that's, that's a cool thing about this podcast. We can watch a movie that sucks and it's like, yeah. then we had a lot of fun talking about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> you got to skip over some icky stuff. Yep. But, you know, it's... But, yeah, the movie... That's the problem is I'm really glad I saw this movie, even with all the horrible shit that's in it. Because it is a great movie it is a for what it very is. Yep. well made it's movie. just way more heavy than what i usually like and it's it, it's way more heavy than it deserves than it, than it needs to be yeah that's the it, thing it's it's a good movie it is not a great movie they thought they were making another exorcist yep. it's very clear that they thought that they were making a movie that was of a class that it could handle the kind of concepts that they were throwing at it yep and what they were throwing out was not a rubber monster movie. You know, like big rubber monster effects mm-hmm. were not what is required for this. Yep. And it, it, The Exorcist has that one big effect, which is Regan. Mm-hmm. You know, the one effect is just the Dick Smith uh, beautiful makeup that he did for that character um, and the amazing performance of a child actor. Mm-hmm. You know, those two things combined, amazing. This thing is like not only is it doing those things without that, like it's also, it's also adding on to the icky and it's like, and adding more rubber monster. Mm. It's just like the, too much rubber monster yeah. too icky. And honestly, I don't know if there's a movie that could handle the level of icky that they put into this. movie. <laughs> like, I think, I think they've gone too far. Yeah. I, I mean, I know they went too far. They went too far. They went too far that they had to cut some things out because it was just too gross for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's too much. It's too much of, they ter- wanted, they wanted to eat the incest scene to be even longer. And Jesus they got, they got, they got it cut. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> the Boom. test audiences is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, dude, okay, we know we know they're doing it. We don't need to focus on it and have like a softcore scene. Like, dudes, <laughs> read the room. No one yeah, wants to see this. Nobody wants to see that. This is, I mean, this is like the most extreme version of the. If you want nudity in your movie, put it someplace appropriate. Yep. You know, not here. Yeah. <laughs> do not do not sexualize something horrible like no. this. Do not do that ever, 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 ever. <laughs> bad that movie, is, bad. <laughs> I just want to hit this movie with a rolled up newspaper. And bonk. <laughs> rub its nose in the pee yeah. that it left on the floor. <laughs> you, you see what you did? <laughs> you did something gross. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Uh, all right. Well, so that is Amityville 2. It is, and... I don't know if did I make it clear at the beginning that this was another classic me blunder? Yes. Okay, good. You wanted Amityville three. I wanted fucking Amityville three. With that bad be- girl on Becky. That was the thing. I I remembered it being part two that had the crazy portal in the in the basement. So let's just do three next week as a make good. <sighs> is is there any other gross stuff? 
<laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't remember three. I don't remember it. Uh, I'm afraid that... I don't think it's anywhere close to no, what this is. No, it can't is. be. It I think it's rated be. PG, even. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh? You know what? Fuck it. Let's Fuck it. do Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Amityville 3. It's in 3D. Yes, but it's not in 3D. But it's not in 3D. It, which, which is great. I love the video cover. I can't remember the exact words, but it's like right on the front of the video kit tape. It's like, Amityville 3D. This tape not in 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we had, oh, that's right. We had like three different versions of it in the store, and they all had different like versions of that, that text that disclaimer. at the bottom. Yep. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah, let's do that. We That'll... can even wear 3D glasses when we do the podcast. <laughs> That'll be a nice palate cleanser for this. We hope tragic <laughs> tragic sad ass story i knew there was one one good one other than dollhouse yep because that other one the lamp one is fucking awful yeah well dollhouse and the clock one are great it's about time that we covered yeah yeah yeah. oh that we, one's good too yeah well, we did it's about we, time we too. sure did i liked that one too yep um yeah it's what is the lamp one called uh i think the next generation or the the return or it's cares sucks it's got an <laughs> evil lamp in it yeah i mean it reminds me of that family guy with uh, stephen king what literally it? a family guy yeah. joke about <laughs> stephen king running out of ideas it's a, it's a, it's a haunted lamp Ooh. <laughs> there was literally someone who went into a movie executive's office and was like look at and, this lamp Ooh. and did that exact same shtick and got money and got a, <laughs> got a pile of money to make an amityville movie it's so weird. That's so fucking strange. Yeah. You know that the... So, this is a direct sequel to Amityville Horror. Correct? Prequel. Well, the, sorry. But just, this is a this is a sequel to the movie in that it is the next one in line. Yes. Amityville 3D is also a sequel to those movies. Yes. Okay. The before, rem- before they became Monster of the Week things. Yeah. But... Amityville about time and all of those things those are just preying on the fact that they're like one-offs right because the word Amityville is not in the public domain so you can have a haunted house so like oh we got this item from this house now it's cursing this house just like Friday the 13th the the series series. oh Roby that hair (sighs) set up standards that could never ever be met by another woman Mm. I will God, never... I crushed on her so hard back in the day. <laughs> her hair was three fucking feet high. Mm-hmm. She had the tallest hair of the 80s. Like when somebody's like, oh, look at that big hair. It's like, no, no, no. no. Nah. You don't know Let shit. Let me show you a show. Let me... <laughs> you need to watch this insane Canadian show that doesn't have Jason Voorhees in it, but has mm-hmm. a cursed lamp that lives in a fucking cursed that whatever. That goes, ooh, ooh Exactly. Ooh. Or a cursed, <laughs> one of them was a cursed pen. Cursed boxing gloves. Cursed Shadow boxing, boxing gloves, yep. yeah. Oh my God, cursed everything. So good. I love that movie. I've, got, that I've got the series. I've been meaning to go through it. Yeah. I do too. I haven't I haven't gone back. I I, I started watching Monsters from beginning to end. Oh, nice. And then I started hitting the point when they started getting depressing. Yeah. And I was like... This is getting hard. Oh, glim, glim. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> like half these are like real sad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I hit three sad episodes in a row and <laughs> I was like, I know the next one's probably not going to be sad, but I'm just taking a break. So I'm like 30 episodes into, oh, nice. into Monsters. Uh, but 
you know, that was a thing that we had talked about doing. Yeah. Mini, the, mini monsters episodes. Yeah, in case we started running out of time, yep. if we wanted to do like do a bunch of or running out of movies. We've covered every movie <laughs> in the world. We'll know more that just like <laughs> having a mini episode yep. where it's like the fun box monsters podcast. I'm, I'm we do totally game for it. We yeah. go through all of the episodes of monsters starting at the beginning. Yep. I'd be into that. Me too. That'd be fun. Okay, cool. We'll do that at some point too. Um, yeah, there it is. So thank you for listening. Uh, Go to Coast City Comics and buy all sorts of stuff. And uh, man, I didn't shoehorn one ad into this thing. You didn't. So I, I got one in at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, we're we're this podcast is coming to you right now from Coast City Comics, and you can visit us here. Yes. Or you can go to CoastCityComics.com and get yourself a Funbox Monster Podcast T-shirt along with lots of other cool things. I probably shouldn't say that you should rate and review us because this episode is so depressing. Um, but uh, please do that and just ignore the fact that this one was sad and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, say nice things about us other than that. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. We would appreciate it. And tell your friends and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, whatever. All those things. Uh, you can follow us where? Uh, at Funbox Monster Podcast at Coast City Comics. I'm at Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And make sure you check out the Video Vagrants Facebook group. Word up. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Peace.